0: Six Feet Away. This series episode in our Ask the Expert program goes behind the scenes with Randy Nash, the youngest president of the Tennessee Funeral Directors Association and owner of Sumner Funeral and Cremation in Gallatin, Tennessee. We answer the questions many are afraid to ask, but Curiosity has made this one of our most popular shows on the Main Street Radio Network. In this episode, we'll ask about the embalming process. Yeah we ask it, and the unexpected cost of a pre-planned funeral, and what really is guaranteed when you make those arrangements ahead of time. Keep in mind questions for future episodes as we get started.
1: I couldn't even begin to list the questions. I mean, I couldn't even start. I didn't. Okay, can sit here all day.
0: I got a weird one.
1: Okay.
0: What do you do when you embalm with what you take out?
1: <laughs> um... Every embalming room that I have been in, in any state in the United States and um, some that I've been in in Canada, all of the things that we take out as far as the fluids and the bloods that are drained out of the body um, are flushed down the toilet. Go back in the sewer system. That happens 100% everywhere Everywhere I've ever seen it done. It goes straight down in the sewer
0: Where, like, if it happened in a hospital, it would be bio-waste, and they couldn't do that,
1: or whatever. Was that... Uh. No, I mean, because if you... Like, a hospital... There's a lot of hospitals that have um, areas where they perform autopsies, and those tables that they do the autopsies on have drains, and um, those drains go straight into the sewer. Uh, The medical examiner's office in Nashville, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. But there's just drains into a normal drain. Uh, it's like a sink drain sometimes. Sometimes um, there's like a um, a bowl or a, almost like a toilet that's made for that specific purpose. Um, there are some companies that fabricate drain systems for it um, that are pretty neat, actually. That it sounds terrible to say that it's neat. But from our eyes looking at it, the way it's built and the way it's manufactured to do what it does, it's neat.
0: Yeah. It's amazing what they do, kind of create different things that you can use in your line of work that are important. I just always wondered that. It's one of those questions that we were talking about. Several friends have lost parents, and the parents all had pre-planned their funerals and paid for, they thought, everything. And then there were certain charges that they weren't aware they were going to get. Mm-hmm. And not their fault. It's They didn't pre-plan the funeral. Mama pre-planned or daddy pre-planned. And there were just some things they didn't know about. Mm-hmm. What are some things that are on that list
1: that you, as a funeral director, can't control? In pre-arrangement, funeral homes are not required to do this. We do this here. And majority of funeral homes do this, but there are some that don't. They can guarantee a price. and So when you guarantee a price, you're guaranteeing a price of something you control that you control the price of, like a service or merchandise, like a casket or a vault, or urn um, register book, whatever it may be. So when I say service, that means anything that we're doing as far as embalming, preparation, the visitation, the funeral service, the graveside service, the use of the vehicles, whatever those services are, we can guarantee that price. And then the same thing, if the casket price today is $2,300, and in 10 years it's $4,500, you're not paying any difference. We're we're guaranteeing that price. In addition to the guarantee prices, there's also what are called non-guaranteed. And those non-guaranteed prices are things like what you're talking about, incidental type things, third-party items, what we call cash advances, which is where we're advancing money on the behalf of the family for things like death certificates. So instead of Tennessee, they charge $15 for a certified copy of a death certificate. Then you usually end up needing several of those to close out business type things and wills, probates, estates, different stuff like that insurance and, and other things um obituary charges if there's obituary fees for different some papers don't charge for obituaries like Main Street media some people do charge for them you have your larger obituaries larger excuse me larger newspapers like the tennessee uh the knoxville paper chattanooga memphis all the bigger cities have you know they charge for obituaries um and of course out of town newspapers and then you have things like clergy a lot of times people want to um, set aside you know, a stipend or an honorarium, we call it, for their their pastor um, or their priest or whoever their clergy person is. Or if they have singers or musicians. you know, If we're digging a grave at a outside cemetery like a country cemetery, we're going to pay that grave digger to do his job, um, whatever it may be. And um, that could be one of those things that's not guaranteed because we don't control the price of that. Clergy, obituaries, gravediggers, hairdressers. We don't control the price of the hairdresser nine times out of ten. I don't have a hairdresser on staff. I have one that I hire. In Sumner County, we're unique. Where our local municipalities, the local city police departments, and the Sumner County Sheriff's Office all will provide funeral escorts for families from the place of the service to the cemetery at no cost to the family. However, in Metro Nashville, or if we're going from here to Nashville, Davidson County, they do not... Provide Metro Police is too busy to, and it's just, and it probably is a, probably a liability factor to, to provide escorts. So there is a company that, there's one company in particular we use, and there's a, probably another company or two that provide funeral escort services. And they're usually retired firefighters, retired police officers, things like that that still want a part time job. They have vehicles equipped with lights and siren and all the equipment to get us safely from point A to point B. Now I will say that those guys do a great job and people for the most part are respectful to that but funeral processions are becoming more dangerous day by day because people don't pay attention anymore and they're distracted and things like that when we have the police escorting us it's a little bit easier but even for them i mean i've seen some accidents i've seen some near misses knock on wood i've never been hit in a funeral procession i've heard of that happening but anyways back to the incidental charges um those are the things that you could set money aside for those for those individual charges but at the time of death you know we don't control the price of it so some money has to be exchanged at that time. Also sales tax we don't control the sales tax so you don't pay the sales tax on the price that you guaranteed it at you pay it at retail as today that's the state's requirements. A little known fact in Tennessee there used to be a sales tax discount where they took the price of the funeral merchandise and took $500 away from it and then taxed it on the less than $500 that discount went away so now everything is taxed it's a up to a certain point, it's nine and a quarter, and then when you go over a certain amount of money, it's a single article tax, another different calculation. Which is, I have a computer that does it for me because it's way over my head. So, <laughs> but um, taxes are another thing that comes into play, and a lot of times with funeral prearrangements, um, whether they're that you can fund them in two ways, you can fund them in an insurance product, an insurance policy where it's irrevocably assigned to the funeral home and it's for specific services, or you can fund them in a trust, a interest-bearing trust account. That's the same thing assigned to the funeral home and for specific merchandise and services. The idea is in either of those situations, they have a percentage of growth. They're going to grow every year, and that covers the inflation. So at the time of death, hopefully it's grown enough to cover whatever today's prices are. Whatever the difference is, we essentially, when we agree to guarantee it, we also agree to eat that cost. So if there's a difference, we discount that off, and the family doesn't pay anything different. But like I said, there are funeral homes that don't guarantee it. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. They're saying what we personally do is guaranteeing it. And majority of the homes that you'll see guarantee it.
0: Randy Nash can be reached at Sumner Funeral and Cremation in Gallatin, Tennessee. Contact information is in the notes of this broadcast, but the website is easy and full of helpful information. Sumnerfuneral.com. I'm Devin O'Day.